All right, it's Chandra again with the Contemporary Horsemanship Podcast, and today I'm going to share my thoughts on the Kentucky Derby and probably horse racing in general, and to give you a timeline idea if you're going to listen to this podcast in the future, specifically the 2022 Derby, specifically. So um, it's just going to be my opinions. Um, don't know if that means anything to some people or not, um, but this is my podcast, so I can kind of say whatever I'd like. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon since everyone else is, but I think it brings up a lot of issues that a lot of horse people overlook and a lot of normal people don't know the context to, so I feel like it gets out of hand. Um, and we'll just kind of get into more detail. So before I get into the like the bad stuff, <laughs> I just want to tell a quick story about um, what I think could have happened. Um and the not necessarily good part, but I guess the the po- most positive part of this whole story, I guess, um, because for me, racing can be pretty po- problematic. Um, and when I was little, I was obsessed with it just because I could see horses and that's all I wanted was to see horses. But and so like a little piece of me remembers that and is like, oh, my gosh, I like just want to see the horses. But now that I'm older and I understand what's going on, I'm like you know, there could be so many changes to make this better. But anyways, I'm going to go on with my story. So um, on the race day, I had riding lessons and we were taking a break with me and my clients and um, we were discussing horses that we were going to bet on because it was currently raining. So we had to wait and they're, you know, picking favorites, like the ones with the really low odds, like typical, you know, favorites. And I was like, well, I feel really bad for Rich Strike because he's 99 to one. And this was like the afternoon, like before. So he ended up at maybe 80 to one or something like that. But at the time, that's what his odds were. And I was like, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> like, I feel bad for him. And so I've never bet on a horse and I live in a state where it's illegal. So you have to like get a an app, like you can't just go and I make it a little bit harder. So I have to get an app. You have to download an app. You have to do all this stuff. And so I was like, you know, I feel bad for him. I, I might even do that. Like, what the heck? I have never been on a horse race. And I was like, I um, I just feel bad for the poor horse. Like, he's got such low odds. Like, that sucks. Like, just whatever, you know. And then we did our lessons and I finished the day. And um, I was thinking about doing that before I had left the barn. And then I completely forgot and was like, all right, I'm ready to go home. So I get home and like, we're going to watch the Derby. I watch the post parade and I see Rich Strike and I was like, oh, he's so pretty. He looks like the the off the track throwbed that I had. And I was like, oh man, yeah, he's really cool. And I was like, man, I really should have bet money on him because he looks just like my old thoroughbred. Um, And I had already felt bad for him. And then we're watching the race and he breaks like from that last post position. He was like 21. So he's got to cut all the way over and then he's last. And I was like, okay, it's okay. We're, it's the beginning. And then he passes a couple horses. I'm like, okay, you pass like two or three horses. Like, that's good. At least you're not going to finish last, you know, at 99 to one. And then we get to the far turn and he's like between horses. And I'm like, oh, that's really tight. Like, that's kind of dangerous, kind of freaking me out. Cause it pretty much when I do watch racing now, I'm just like, please, everybody like don't hurt, don't get hurt pretty much. Um, the races I do see. And so that was the last point where I'd seen him and everyone's getting dirty. Can't really see the silk colors. And yeah, I was like, okay, where's my horse at? And the announcer's announcing and they're getting down to the wire. And then I was like, wait, my horse is in front. (laughs) And then he ends up winning. And if I would have put $2 on him and actually figured out the app and did it, I would have had like 150 bucks. So 
that I was like, I was really excited at first when he won because I was like, that those were like the second longest odds ever. Like that's pretty amazing in itself. Um, but <laughs> that's pretty much um, it's about as positive as like as I got with that. So that's my little story on that. Is I guess I should have bet on that one, but oh oh well. And then after the race, things got very out of hand, and that's kind of the controversy that I want to talk about a little bit here now. Um, if you don't know, once Rich Strike won, the pony horse or the outrider, I know there's a difference. It, I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to interchange the two. Um, go to get him because he needs to go to the winner's circle, do interviews, whatever. And the outrider has the horse and Rich Strike is biting his pony horse and him. And he's seen on national television punching and pulling on the horse's uh, bridle and like hitting him and stuff like that. So obviously, you know, this is a big platform. Like this is probably the biggest platform for horse racing. And it's had a lot of controversy recently. Lots of horses died at Santa Anita. Lots of horses died just racing or in training. Um, Medina Spirit died and that whole drug situation. Like there's been a lot of not great things going on. So this was just another like cherry on top. Like here's our messed up cupcake and here's just the rest of it like you know if you're gonna be a big fan of racing and you love it like it's kind of falling apart and it's hard to see if you're on the inside and you're like oh well you know we trade our horses well and we do this and whatever but to 99 percent of the general population who don't know anything about horses like they're gonna see that and it's not gonna be good like clearly hitting an animal is not gonna be good um so kind of my opinion on this first um I that outrider should have enough experience to deal with thoroughbreds if if you would if that's your job like I understand that Rich Strike was biting his leg I definitely understand that I've seen the pictures from the video you can't really see that it kind of looks like he's just biting his horse which is also not good but yet he is being bit by this horse I understand that also, he understands that because this is his job and he works with these horses. So we we already have that. I do think that the situation could have been handled better. Um, yeah, obviously when you're in that situation and a horse is biting you and you're trying to get him off, like I don't necessarily fault, fault him for trying to get him off. Um, what I do fault him for is continuing to try to pony him and continuing to to pound on his face after that behavior has stopped. And punishment's really, really tricky thing. I get if you need to get him off your leg, I understand that. Like, get him off your leg because that is not safe by any means. But afterward, he's continuing to pull on his face and for some reason continues to, to pony him with that horse specifically and while there's other outriders out there. I just thought since they are experienced... Another outrider could come from the other side and they can have either have both both horses pony him back or give him to another pony to where maybe Rich Strike won't bite that horse. Maybe it's that specific horse. Um, or maybe that's just unfortunately how he's been ha handled and that's his behavior. Um, but they are experienced and they should know better and try to do something else than that because in the process like yes it was a, a messy ordeal but 
the Outrider's horse was also rearing and there, he's pulling on that horse and it just was a giant mess. Um, and it seemed like when the other Outriders came up to help, like, like it seemed like that Outrider was telling them to not to. I mean, I'm, that's what it, it looked like for me. Um, I, I don't see why another Outrider couldn't have grabbed him from the other side and taken him. Um, and I also don't understand why the jockey didn't steer him either. It just kind of seemed like he was sta- sitting there and just enjoying the win and wasn't like wasn't completely there. Um, which is also like I get that I understand that because you just won a big race, but at the same time, I, you can't say that these horses are not steerable and that they need to be ponied all the time because he just ran through nineteen other horses steering a whole bunch. Because if you watch the race, he was in the back. He steered around a whole bunch of horses right and left. He can steer. You could pull him off that other horse, or at least help pull him off that other horse. I get that you cannot control a large animal all the time, but he did just run him through a race. He could have at least tried to do something. I just feel like there could have been better things could could have been done. I get the situation was not great. I'm I'm not faulting him for trying to get the horse off of him when he's biting his leg. I get that. But another outrider should have come and grabbed him. The jockey could have helped pull him off. Like there could have been other things done than smacking him in the head because that's not going to help like, especially once he's not biting, because the horse is just going to, like, punishment's just going to make the, the behavior worse. Um, if, if they just keep getting hit, like, there's a lot, there's a whole big circle or big hole that you could get into with punishment. It can go bad really fast, especially with those horses or stallions. You hit the horse, the horse is going to hit you back. Like, you now you're fighting, especially with a stallion. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, of punishment that can get too far. Um, the other thing that like those, that's kind of my spiel is, is that I think that it could have handled better. I get that it was a a bad situation that we don't want to be in, but then on the other hand, like it's not a good situation, but it is a common situation on the racetrack. So I get people are like, well, he's biting him and he's doing this. Like, I'm sure that is definitely not the first time that's happened on a racetrack. How those horses are kept and trained and handled, this is probably a fairly common occurrence. Um, and so I think we should have some better training, better protocol, better something to where if that does happen, you can get another pony horse in there. Like maybe you can have a lead rope on that horse, like some other outrider had to bring that outrider lead rope to create some distance there. Maybe you always have some kind of lead rope with, with you. Maybe have that wither pad on that horse specifically. Get a horse that has that. Like communicate, do something, do better. Set it up so the situation is better because we do have control of the environment there. We created it. The horses didn't just decide that they were going to make a track and run around on it. We did that. So we could have set up that environment for success. And, And another part of that is there's so many horses in that race, which I'll get into in a second, that it does get really dangerous. But but you can't say his actions were justified because the environment was dangerous when you created a dangerous environment. Like, and not necessarily one person, but a lot of people combined have created that environment. So that's just something to think about because horse racing isn't completely necessary to the survival of a horse. Like, so we set it up that way. So I just think that's a just a cop out, like, oh, well, it was a dangerous situation. Like we created that environment. So I think as a whole, we could have had a better, 
like a better plan to handle these things because I'm sure that happens at the track fairly often because they're mostly all stud horses that are kept in stalls and not handled the greatest like that's just the truth so I'm I just think it could have been handled better so um a couple other things that I have like I know the I think it was the owner or the trainer I'm not sure exactly which one it doesn't really matter um he had a statement of that Oh, I thank the outrider because he was saving my horse. It could have been so much worse if he got loose and he was running around. Okay, same situation here. The jockey just ran the, rode the horse, threw a, bu- a whole bunch of other horses, steered him, did all this. Like he should have somewhat of control. And then again, if he doesn't, like there's some holes there because this doesn't necessarily happen in like Australia and Europe. There aren't any ponies. They don't get ponied. They ride them to the start and they ride them through the race and they ride them back. So I don't really understand why just America has to have a pony horse and that you can ride a horse at 45 miles an hour steering around 19 other horses, but you can't ride him to the winner's circle. That's just confusing to me. Um, But (laughs) maybe there's something I don't know about that, but um, I just think that it it exposes a bigger hole that we need to fix that horses are just trained just enough to where you can get them to maneuver around other horses and and make them run fast like that's that's the biggest point and and that we could do better just overall like you're kidding yourself if you think that racing is gonna last forever and that it's gonna grow or do anything like that that's just not gonna happen um not the way that it's going right now if we made changes maybe but I just think and I'm a horse person I understand how horses work I understand their behavior but a lot most people do not and so like to the general public it doesn't look great so that's just that's just the truth of of the matter I, th- I just don't think that it would cost that much money or time to just have like a little bit better handling going on because I, I saw how the horse was handled and it wasn't good. Like even after the horse was done racing and he wasn't biting anybody um, and just like the pulling on their faces, the lip chains, it's, it's a lot. If you can't just lead a horse in a halter there's a lot of a lot of issues there and and that goes back to environment and how the horses are kept and how they're worked and how they're trained and what they're fed and that that goes back to racing um i just think we can do it better and if we don't then we're not going to have it anymore and that's just that um so the other big thing that bothered me probably more so than the outrider situation because that was a t- tough situation was the lip chain picture that keeps going around um it's like a picture of rich strike with his groom and the groom has like his face on the horse's head and the horse has his eyes closed and i keep seeing it and people are like oh the bond they love each other it's this is the heartwarming and it's like while Rich Strike has a lip chain over his mouth, over his gums, and his tongue is out, his mouth is open, and if you zoom in on the picture, you can see that the edge of his lips are, like, rubbed raw, that he's got scrapes on them. So that is not a horse that is like, oh, this is so nice, I love being cuddled. He's in pain because the lip chain is hurting him. I even heard someone 
say that a lip chain releases endorphins. That is insane. (laughs) That is not true. That is not true at all. It's a chain that you put on their gums that hurts. That doesn't make them feel good. Um, Just ridiculous stuff. Like they have to have the lip chain in order to to work with the horse, like then something is very wrong. There's a lot of other racehorses that you can just have like in a halter. Like I see majority of racehorses do have a chain over their nose, which I don't love either, but it is better than having it in their mouth. Um, and it seems like Rich Strike is handled with that lip chain in his mouth all the time because I've only seen it with, with him with that on it. And it's being yanked and it's being pulled on all all the time. Um, so that probably bothered me most because the people commenting commenting on that like, were like horse people. They had horses. They had horse profile pictures, and they were like, "Well, you don't know horses." And it's like, it's a lip chain. That's not comfortable for any animal. You can try doing it to yourself. It doesn't feel good. Um, the horse does not like that, and that bothered me the most because there's so many holes there, and and that. Even people who own horses are not reading the body language of horses and not understanding what that horse is trying to tell you. Horses can't speak. Horses can't scream out. If that horse could could not speak necessarily, but make the sounds that dogs make, it would be yelping and, and screaming. And then maybe we would feel something different, but they don't because they're prey animals. Then that would attract predators to them. So they don't cry out. That's not something that they can do. So that's just something to think about. Like it's it's going to be littler, subtler things. Just because he has his eyes closed doesn't mean that he's cuddling a person. Horses don't cuddle, first of all. Like horses can have a bond with a person. Absolutely. I have a bond with my horses too. But I think his eyes are just closed because he, the the jockey or the groom, the, not the gro- jockey, the groom is, is petting him by his eyes. So he's closing his eyes just like, you, you know, if someone else put their hands close to your eyes, you'd close them. Um, but the the mouth open tells the biggest story right there. And that is probably the biggest thing for me is just as horse people, we should be seeing that. We should be noticing those things because that's our job is to, to find out what our horses are telling us because they communicate almost completely with body language. Like every single horse, almost every single horse that was in the derby had their mouth open or had their tongue out or had a lip chain. Those are all painful behaviors. Some people think it's adorable that a horse runs with its tongue out. That's not adorable. It's trying to get its tongue away from the bit because it hurts. And so they've stuck it outside of the mouth to get it away from that. Like that's not a cute, adorable thing. That's pain. (laughs) Um, And not all of them do that, but a lot of them do. I saw a lot of that on Saturday. So that's just another thing that that people just overlook. Um, And... I mean, the uh, there's going to be some people are going to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's perfectly fine. If you're not ready for that information, that's perfectly fine. Uh, but the body language part is the truth. And that's just, that's it. Um, you can, if you want to believe that, that's perfectly fine. That They probably do have a bond. That is absolutely probably true. A groom and their horse probably do have a bond. But that particular picture with the lip chain, like they're not just, they're not having a cuddle time and it's like true love, which I see a lot of comments. That's just not what's happening. Um, if you see the mouth open, if you see the lips kind of pulled up because that lip chain is on, he's got his tongues trying to come out. He's got cuts and scrapes on the side of his lips. Like that's, 
he's avoiding the pain. He's not comfortable. And that's just equine behavior. Um, like, I, I know a lot of people are going to be like, that's not true or whatever. Like, research, do some equine behavior research, please. Um, because I think that's going to be the best thing that we all need to do, um, just especially as horse people, is just learning. Like, I didn't know that. And like, you don't know all the things. You don't know anything in the beginning, you know, and you learn and you do better and you grow. And I think we all need to do that. Um, and I was not great <laughs> at... Um, at the, oh, my horse needs to be punished and this stuff. Like I, I've learned to do better. And I think we all need to learn to do better. Um, and sometimes you're just not ready to learn. Like you're, you're sometimes we are so attached to the way we handle horses. We think it, of it more as like our identity and it's really hard for us to change. And that's okay. Like if this pisses you off, like let's think about why. Like why is it, why is it making you so mad? Um, I just take it as a, as a growing opportunity. Cause I used to do that. I used to read things and see videos and be like, you're so wrong. This is the dumbest thing ever. And then maybe not at the time, but maybe years later, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was me. Like I was like, oh, I just didn't know enough at the time. And that's okay. Cause we don't know until we do. <laughs> so, um, but that's kind of what I hope to share out of this is just let's do better. Let's just say, okay, like that was probably not great. Let's do better. Let's try to in both situations, like let's have a better process for the outrider, a better process maybe to get the horse to the, to the winner circle. Like ideally for me, I would love that the horses be older when they race and that they have better, um, ways of handling them on the ground and under saddle. Um, and other countries do do that. So I think it definitely can be done and the horses can still race and still be profitable because I understand that that is what it's about at the end of the day. But I've seen horses race in Europe and they can be going and ridden out without a jo- without a pony. Like that is a possibility. Um, I just think we can do better. And, and even if we don't even do that, maybe we can have two ponies. Maybe we can just have something different. <laughs> Maybe we don't need to pony the horse immediately once he's raced. Something else. Like, let's think of new things and do better than our first reaction is to hit and punish. And I get that's a natural reaction for people, but let's just try to learn and do better. And then with the lip chain, let's learn about horse behavior. Let's not just push like, this makes me feel good, so I'm going to defend it even though it's the behavior is telling us something different like let's just learn from that instead of attacking each other about it so that's kind of my thoughts on rich strike specifically that's just my personal opinion and my experiences because I've been working with horses for a long time um and been studying their behavior and you can take it or leave it I mean that's kind of completely up to you um I do have a couple of other things that I want to talk about just with thoroughbred training overall, just since we're on the topic. Um, and maybe those things will help just the general environment in that race too, because for a horse, that's a lot. It's a ton. Um, these horses are babies. They're three. That's a massive crowd. I think there was a hundred thousand people, 150, something like that. Tons of people. They've never seen that many people. Um, a huge field. The Derby has a ridiculously huge field. Um, half the race, I was just like, oh, they're all going to run into each other and someone's going to die. Like it's, it's ridiculous. I just don't think that there needs to be that many horses in one race. Um, and that just combined with racing and running 
next to other horses is a lot. It's extremely stressful for a horse. So yes, you're going to get those behaviors that that Rich Strike showed. Like that's that is equine behavior. It's not always pretty, but I think we could do something to improve it. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what those things are because I get that it's driven by money. Uh, ideally for me, maybe lessening the field. I know it's 50 grand to get in. So that probably is going to happen, but that's what I would do is make that field smaller. So there's not so many horses that is, it's just very dangerous. Maybe getting more outriders, maybe getting more ponies, maybe teaching like having something to where the horses have to ride by themselves or ride a little bit better or just something else, something so we can do better and that we don't have to continue doing this. Um, and then other people I've heard say, oh, well, it's not a big deal that like Rich Strike had his face hit and was his bit pulled on because they whip the horses while they're riding. Absolutely not. Like, I understand that. Like, it is not good for either of those things like it's not you can't just say we have whipping so well we have the the hitting so we might as well have more hitting (laughs) like that's just crazy um the whip is another thing um that's very tricky I don't whip any of my horses I will not I have in the past and I've grown and I've learned and I've done better so better I know it's not a perfect world to wear Horses aren't like forced to race. Maybe we, we, I know some tracks have done like you can only use the whip a few times. I think that that's probably going to be our first step. Um, ideally, I mean, or something, I don't know. Whips is tough because I could say I would love them to be no whips. And then someone's going to be like, well, that's dangerous. And I'm going to be like, well, horse racing is dangerous. And then it's just like a never ending kind of thing. Um, but ideally I don't want to see any horse whipped. I don't want to see any horse whipped at all. I really don't. Um, like I understand horses and I understand like, I would just say no whips, like no whipping. Um, that that's going to be my personal preferences is no whipping. And I also understand that that does happen in other sports and not racing. That was another thing was, oh, well, we can't take the worst of one person in one sport and then, like, stop the sport. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. We all need to do better because this happens in show jumping. This happens in cross country. This happens in dressage. This happens in everything. And we need to do better because the public is not thrilled with this. And we shouldn't be thrilled with this either. We shouldn't be like, yeah, we should continue to hit horses. There's other things that we could do. We can still race them without hitting them. I just... I mean, yeah, it's not going to be as fast. It's not going to be as competitive, but it's, it's a it's a tricky question for sure. So, um, because our world is not perfect, and I don't think that racing is going to just go away, and but I think it's kind of on the way out. Like that's just kind of what's happening. That's just the way things are going and that's um people are starting to notice that that these incidents like what we saw with wrist strike are just they they happen in a lot of sports and they happen a lot in racing and then you add that on to you know horse deaths and the drugging incident and there's a lot there's just a lot of stuff that does not make racing look good 
So I'm not necessarily saying like, let's ban it, but I feel like we could do a lot better. Like, let's make the horse, like, let's let the horses grow up. They don't need to be two when they're running. They don't, um, they don't need to be babies. Like, let's, (laughs) why, I don't know why we can't let them grow up a little bit. I don't know why we can't, like, treat them better, have some turnout time. Um, and the root of all of these things is money. If we could do, if we could just, like, change something to where, I mean, and that's probably not going to happen. Like, we're not going to change anything because it's all about money. And that's what the, at the end, end of the day is what racing is about. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I say I want to make these changes, but I don't think they're going to happen. Um, just because we're there's people and there's humans involved. And we are doing this because of the money that we make off of it. Um, no horse necessarily wants to race and carry someone and, and, and race at full speed. Horses run and play in the pasture. Absolutely. But it's not the same as racing. Um, so yeah, I think like ideally for me, I feel like we should do better, have older horses, um, not do whipping, have better practices on the, in the barn and on the backside and while they're training and in races. But at the end of the day, um, I don't, necessarily think that's going to happen because of what pushes horse racing and that's the money and if you can skip the manners and if you can skip to their three and their babies if you can get them get on as fast as them get on them as fast as you possibly can cut every corner you can you can make the most profit and I think that's the issue (laughs) I think that's the biggest issue is that anything with people and money and animals it usually doesn't go so great. Um, but yeah, uh, as I talk through it and I'm like, I'd like to have all these things happen. I don't think they're going to happen. Um, I probably think what most realistic thing is going to happen is, is going to be, that we are like more, just the general population is going to see more and more and more of this. And not necessarily like a horse being hit, but just different things in racing that they don't like and are not comfortable with. And then they just, horse racing is going to die out entirely. Because I don't think that, like, I think there's enough outrage there with just the public. Um, And then on the other hand, I don't think that people in charge of racing are going to change anything just because it's so based on money. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be, oh, well, these people want to shut it down, so maybe we can, you know, start the horses later or, you know, do whatever. But then at the other, on the other hand, it's like, why don't we do that now? If we really care about the horses that much, why don't we just do that now? So that's a tricky situation. And, and that doesn't go just for racing um, lots of horse sports. I I, I, it's really hard to watch a lot of horse sports now because... At the time, like, I, I want to watch them because I want to see the horses and I want to, like, I'm, it's more so nostalgic for me because I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. I used to watch that when I was a kid. But now I see it and I'm like, this horse is not happy. This horse is not having fun. This horse is being forced to do this. And it's just really hard to watch. I don't really watch them anymore. I watch the Derby. I watch a couple, like, I watch parts of, like, Rolex. But most of it's very hard to watch now. Um, I just like to see more choice with my horses in in general. Um, 
I just think that we can progress further and still have sports, but like not be forcing horses to do things. I think that is possible. And I've seen that with like dog agility, like different sports within like that. Those dogs are having so much fun and they want to do it. Like, why can't we have sports like that for horses so that people can enjoy them without pushing them and scaring them and doing all that. But I don't know if that's necessarily possible, but but yeah, I watched a lot of show jumping and a lot of eventing and I was like, oh my, this is too much. A lot of dressage, a lot of that was too much. Um, but yeah, so it's not just racing. It's it's going to be for everyone. And I'm not saying that they should stop. Um, I just think we could should do better. That's kind of my my overall thing. But I don't know necessarily if racing is going to change. Um, I really don't. Just because of the amount of money there. Um I know for other horse sports, I feel like it's, I feel like it's getting better. I'm not really sure. Like, I feel like the other sports are probably going to be easier to change and to, and to fix those things because uh, a lot of them don't have as much money, um, or as much people. And then I don't know. I feel like it's, it's a little bit easier to fix. So because you're, you're going to have your horse at home generally if you have a show horse or in a show barn. You have a little bit more access to them and, and what happens to them. And we can just put – I think it's going to be easier to put rules in place for those things. So like like show jumping, eventing, things like that. But yeah, so those are kind of my thoughts for the derby in general. Those are just my opinions. Um, I just think we can do better. But yeah, so that's what I have for – for today um hopefully it just gives you something to think about if you get mad just that's okay i mean just kind of think why why are you mad like why are we mad about this you know like i think i've seen a lot of intense conversations on social media and it's like why are we mad though like why are we like telling this other person they're stupid or like why is it, if it matters so much to you um i just think we should take it as a learning opportunity not an opportunity to attack each other. Let's, let's do better. That's kind of my theme here. So that's what I have for today.